0: Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to a very special Christmas edition of Ganymede and Titan's Dwarfcast. Yes, it's a very special Christmas edition, and the difference between this and a normal edition is these jingle bells are now playing while I'm talking. (laughs) So hooray, it's Christmas. And what we have here is a episode commentary for Sirens, and that's going to be followed by a special bumper Christmas edition with a few bits of news of our plans for the new year, which is the twenty fifth anniversary of Red Dwarf. So uh, now let's get onto the commentary. I'm Jonathan Capps, and with me is I'm Ian Sims. I'm John Hall.
1: Tanya Jones. And Danny
2: Stevenson. Hey, Isn't that lovely? Uh, okay. Well, we'll be starting the episode right fucking now. You'll be hearing the beeps, and you know what to do uh, on the sixth beep. It's it's press play. You have to press play. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Best, Best opening uh, shot of any of the title sequences, I think. That It's quite model-heavy, this um, title sequence, actually. Yeah.
2: Uh, people watching this on monitors or, like, LCD screens will notice that there's a big black sort of bar along the bottom. Or mm-hmm. was it the first three episodes that were put onto the DVD had this weird
1: yeah it was now as I recall wasn't it wasn't there in, um, uh, a picture fault with, it, tape yeah, storage? Yeah. Yeah, with the storage yeah so they had to they had to chop it off which to... is
0: weird it's, and it's annoying a if you
2: watched it on an old CRT TV you yeah. wouldn't see it but now it is. yeah
0: does. I remember back in the day when this came out I could only see it on my laptop and not on my telly but now I've got a <laughs> yeah, okay. good telly yeah. uh,
1: I remember the
0: the famous uh, script released
1: months before the actual broadcast yeah. uh, <laughs> so, um, the one stage direction I always remember is "Starbug beetles across the disc of the sun and I think that's such a beautiful little uh, description right. it is a it's bit a
2: like a beetle no, George this is this is incredibly silly. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Especially the nails going through the socks.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah that's horrible. Oh, it is horrible. Look
2: at that. And and (laughs) it really makes me cringe when he puts his fucking nail into the pencil sharpener.
1: Horrible. The whole nail
2: snaps off, you'll notice. Hang
1: on. So, before Red Dwarf 8, Red Dwarf never did cartoony (laughs) business. And there you go, it snaps
0: off. Yeah, but it's funny. (laughs) Who the hell are you? It's very weird, the whole deep sleep thing. Mm. Because the joke is that it slows down time rather than. Completely freezes it like stasis. But even so, your nails and your hair, if left unchecked, won't grow that much compared to the (laughs) rest of you. (laughs) You'd have to—that's like at least ten years of growth. (laughs) Yeah, and he hasn't aged ten years. No. Really,
2: really nice, subtle setting up of the garbage compactor. That
0: That
1: seems perfect. Yeah. Bit odd. These sets are really gorgeous. They're
0: amazing. Yeah. And this would, would have been the first time you'd have seen any of this. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Sirens was the first episode that I watched go out. Whatever. Well, mm. uh, it wasn't the first episode I watched, but it was the first new uh, episode I watched. No. I see, mine was Probably. Ticker to Rise. <laughs> oh <dear. laughs> um, Really? The, yeah. I got to Reddorf quite late. Well, that would have been fairly common, because a lot of people were brought in by 94 Repeat Run.
1: Yes, that's yeah. exactly what happened yeah. to me. Yeah.
0: I can't be entirely sure... Um,
2: whether Ticket to Ride wasn't my first time that I actually properly watched uh, a new episode of Red Dwarf live. Actually, um, I don't. My memory isn't good enough to actually remember exactly when I started watching. It. It's because you only did. Yeah. But yeah, these I mean, these sets are sit for in fact series six production wise production values wise, as close yeah. to being the best. It's it's
1: kind of debatable because the 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 thing is with series six is it's obviously designed to be claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it's designed to be claustrophobic, inevitably you lose a bit of production value. So there's kind of an argument that Series 5 is better looking than Series yeah. 6.
2: well, Series 5 uses locations brilliantly as well. I mean, Series 6 does a good job, but especially Terraform is an amazing so look. I, I
0: think the midsection is my favourite set. It's yeah. just yeah, got so yeah, much yeah. in yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Oh, I love the, um, the diagram of the, the studio layout yes. in the are making of. Yeah. The, and just you're just looking at a schematic of Starbuck basically where the the guest set is next to the audience which is weird but um, yeah I just want to I want to go back in time and go to a recording
1: I was (laughs) at an IT crowd recording by the way when the guest set was next to the audience as well so that does actually occasionally happen but it is weird it's a
2: bit like um, uh, well during series 10 they usually had like little sort of temporary sets Mm -hmm. right behind the main set so you wouldn't actually see them yeah, um, only on monitors. Oh, you'd only have to see, Yeah, you have to
0: watch on the
1: monitors. Um, there's a nice bit of character orientisation going on here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this weird segment that's designed to reintroduce the characters it's in brilliant. their entirety.
2: It doesn't even feel like it's that's what it's trying to do.
0: Yeah, it wasn't until it was pointed out to me. Yeah, no, I didn't. It's I didn't like bringing that.
2: back rumour and stuff, and you know, the cat is the other one that's <laughs> not really brought back as a as a character.
1: But actually, this is one of the very few times that we've learnt of any kind of requests from the BBC of the mm. production where they said, mm. can you write an introductory intro- well, episode?
0: saying, don't make... That's make, not, not the part. BBC, that's <laughs> the <in> cow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Was there but- a particular
2: long gap between five and six then?
0: Um, in terms of broadcast, it was 18 months, which at that time um, was the longest break, uh, which right, seems okay. ridiculous. Uh, if you look, uh, <laughs> that's as long eight, as the it, nine years between. it
2: make sense though. And that's as sense long sense as the break work. between um, Colin Baker's first series of Doctor Who and the second one. And in the meantime, Ian
1: Levine went mental, didn't he? It was only an 18 <laughs> month break. Yeah, actually, isn't it? Well, no, you see, I was going to say it was strange that maybe we're getting used to longer gaps between certain series. Yeah. But Open All uh, Faulty Towers had a four-year gap.
0: Yeah. Ooh, well. Open All, All Hours had loads. Had loads of gaps. Had two, two, two lots of sections. Those. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we we kind of get used to the idea of Red Dwarf being uh, and sitcoms being on every year, but it's never really been the case. That's always happened. These video effects. Is it SVG the company? Yeah, it's SVG who yeah. now do the restoration for Doctor Who DVDs. Oh
2: really?
1: Uh, not so much messing with the actual literal restoration fixing um video faults oh, okay and all that yeah. business. not the weird sort of remastering of certain yeah.
2: Oh that look
1: <laughs> Oh it's marvelous though um it would be remiss of me if I didn't point out there's a bit of shitty blue screen work there <laughs> yeah well that's so, yeah, those
2: logs since fucking whenever so the starscapes and the um and, like the nebulae and stuff like that that was svg as well Oh um, no! No, like I don't believe so. Seeing... I think
1: they are on the backdrop. I think, I think yeah, dry. I think they're practical effects. Yeah, I Ooh, think wow. they're practical, so like yeah. painted, sort of. Yeah, because yeah. no, yes, like, I like seem, t- I seem to recall a a, p- a picture that has the
0: the thing. Ooh. Yeah, the nebula. That's very nice. Don't point with your knife, you uncouth moron! <laughs> All these bits of business in the background—they're like old naval equipment, aren't they? Things from derelict boats. Oh yes, I seem to recall that. Yeah. Oh. So that. And big, there's a there's a bit in the cockpit that looks like a, a radar view of an asteroid belt. That's a, a radar view of um, some island, the Greek grief, islands,
1: or isn't it a, Oh no, it's an. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, islands. Yeah. Yeah, and is,
2: I mean, it's a. God knows, there must be a story behind why there was a load of old naval stuff lying around. But Compare that to... I mean, Ikea trays on the Red Dwarf 10 set is a nice story, but old naval parts are Ikea trays. What would you rather have? Well,
0: I like the detail with the asteroids in the beginning, um, that they were rocks from a fish tank. Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, yeah.
1: Oh yes,
2: like Doug's just walking around, picking up little rocks and going. new it looks nice. Some things
1: really haven't changed.
2: Is that a radio by Lister, like an old school radio?
0: Old time radio. <laughs> I don't. Know. This is
2: a uh, lovely.
0: But I was just thinking the practicalities of doing this scene in front of an audience and all that Mm. that toast must have been fucking horrible (laughs) because they wouldn't have been fresh and warm I mean toast only lasts about five minutes out of a toaster before it becomes edible I think every single space call
1: directive joke in series 6 is brilliant (laughs) I don't care what anyone says
2: well there's a horrible subset of people that really don't like series (laughs) 6 Lot. these
1: people?
0: What's <laughs> wrong with people? I don't like people.
1: Yeah, um, but no, it, yeah, it, there is, um, and it annoys yeah. me an awful lot. Bastards! Like that, the, the, they identify that's when
2: the the decline started. Really. But
0: if you ask yeah. some people, the decline started with series three or two yeah. or two.
1: <laughs> I'll tell 12.
0: you or seven or eight or Back to uh, Earth
1: two. or ten. To be fair. Never um, four. I series six used to be one of my favourite series, and the older I get, maybe I enjoy it slightly less mm. than some of the others. Um, not not saying it's just ever shifting. Yeah, I mean, and, and as I say, it used to be one of my favourites, if not my favourite. I would um, agree. I, would, I it definitely wasn't think hard, it's, it's my, my
0: favourite. I think it is my favourite series six still. Uh, the, just the whole the change in um, priorities and the you know. And what the stories that they were telling all yeah. of a sudden being completely different. It's just my favourite type of Red Dwarf, I think. And so whenever you hear people, even like Doug and people in the production mm-hmm. saying, we want to hark back to the bunk room days. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah, um, yeah. I, I preferred the cockpit days to the bunk room days. Mm. And all it boils down to is... The place in which the funny dialogue happens. Yes,
1: that's literally and, all
0: it is. And I think in series eight, in particular, there was a thing of, "Ah, oh, we're in the bunk room, therefore it's going to be a funny scene." And yeah. no, you still got really funny dialogue in a cockpit. Yes. <laughs> well, or in the science room in series four. Or, you yeah. know. It's 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 a very very simplistic way <laughs> of looking at um. <laughs> yeah, there there is there tends to be a room where most of the funny stuff happens and a room where most of the plot happens. Mm-hmm. And in series six, it's the same place. It's the cockpit. Whereas yep. previously, you've had the drive room or the science room for yep. plot, and the and the dry and the bunk room for character comedy. It's all smushed. And Crichton is the best that he is in series six. Um, I, think. I
1: think the mask
0: is at its best in series six. Actually, five. I prefer the I five. Think, five. Yeah. I outrageous. think Robert's at his best in series six. Lovely. Experience. I just referred to Robert as it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think it has to be said that we're about
1: ten minutes in, and we've had about ten model shots already. Yeah, and um, no sirens. It's it's yeah. interesting actually looking at these asteroid model shots compared to the ones in the beginning. And I prefer some of the ones in the beginning, not all. Not but there's all, a particular yeah. um, shot the first time we see the not that that is gorgeous, for yeah. us, but there is a particular shot um, the very first time we see the asteroids where this one floats in. Foreground really oddly, Mm.
2: yeah. So I don't quite
1: know what they've done with it.
2: It's uh, what they've done is they've added uh, a green screen version of the same asteroid spinning, and they've basically combed that in.
1: Ah, so we're back to composition. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. One of the best shots. so yeah.
1: Yeah. You see, that's the kind of thing we're missing in ten. That kind of yeah. Using models for
0: things other than just space bows Yeah. That is also a...
2: this whole concept of when they realise they're in a ship graveyard, that is really fucking spooky. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Sold by the music. Yeah, yeah. The music yeah. just kicks in and all of a sudden, oh shit. So just I know I keep going on about the Dave Edits, but it's worth pointing out <laughs> that um this scene with flesh hitting the screen. <laughs> was not edited in <laughs> any way for the day of recordings. And yet, you know, oh, what was... And yet, yes, and yet, um, at the end yeah. of um, yes, yes. Better Than Life, the thunk as the hammer goes down is cut. It's ludicrous. I mean... <laughs>
2: My kidneys, the full stop? is brilliant. <laughs> I, I,
1: I remember reading Pull the script of the, this the and... And re- yeah, and reading the plop that moment, and I did one of my five minute giggling fits.
2: <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs>
1: it's weird important. It's weird.
2: There was a time when um, I was desperately trying to track down the set, the spike two of series six, and um, I hadn't seen polymorph in years, uh, polymorph two in years and years and years, and so I just downloaded the transcript and just read it over and over again. So it is weird, like <laughs> having well, my primary memory of. Um, parts of this series is reading a transcript
1: the um, kind of on screen uh, like that the monitor effects are at its best in series 6 as well
2: they're fairly it's subtle as well just having like the little decorations and the the bits of system text they do that really well they did it really well in 5 as well they did do it really well well in 5 as well never over the top always looks functional and real Um,
1: Uh, how (laughs) unpleasant (laughs) And that was broadcast on Dave on a Saturday <laughs> and that's afternoon. that's a lovely feint. And that's a beautiful model shot. Look at the angle of that. It's, uh,
2: that's really complicated to think about, how you'd actually shoot that as well. Analyzing all those ships and where they originally come from is... Um, is a job for Denny, I
1: think. Denny. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is interesting, though, the pacing of this episode. It's kind of, it is that kind of slow-burning... It
2: is very slow. Not, this seems a lot slower than Crichton was.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does actually. It really does. Despite it being the first of the new, they're exciting. they're in peril. But on d- a small craft. They're going from. Here but I to there. suppose
1: what they've done is they've kind of they're spending a bit of time selling the the
0: peril. Yeah. Rather Setting than what that this specific. series will become. Uh, Whether that was intentional or not. You know. I
2: mean, you, I mean, you could argue that the sirens essentially are the same idea as the Pleasure Girls whereas they look like what you expect them to look like. So you could say, oh, they're rehashing ideas, but this feels like
1: See, a, new, a new concept. I I've often said that I felt Sirens feels like more of a rip-off of Polymorph than Polymorph 2 feels of a rip-off of Polymorph. <laughs> because when you're doing Polymorph 2, emohawk A, you've got the excuse you're doing three sequels in one, which is a different thing. But two, you're saying, you're setting your store at the beginning of the episode and saying, yeah, we're redoing Polymorph, but this is what we're doing, kind of live with it. Sirens feels slightly polymorphish and slightly what's uh, ripping off itself Maybe for the, for the first time maybe mm. the Red mm. them. not to an extent that I, I dislike that's it or awesome. hate it but just it, it's I understand the people who say this is the first time where the show looks like it's running out of ideas I don't think that's true but I understand yeah. where they're coming from
0: yeah is mean, <laughs> is specifically it's reminiscent of the Scenes with um, Jenny Mutant and Rimmer's mom in mm-hmm. um, Polymorph
2: when they're actually yeah. being tricked.
0: When they're being tricked into thinking that something's real.
2: Yeah, because it, Yeah, in in Polymorph two, they're more. Yeah. It, it's more just a, a very brief change, just long enough to you know to attack, but yeah, but that's the thing. Tricking, they're being yeah, yeah
0: in Emo Hawk, They're being hunted, um, in a very practical way yes. rather than a psychological way, which is what Sirens takes from Polymorph. And there's Isn't Anita it? Dobson. Literally. Oh,
1: we've got a, everyone else's favourite things coming up. A nice uh, <laughs> detail
2: of Captain Tau. Uh, D- those gun effects are absolutely extraordinary.
1: extraordinary.
0: Sorry. Yeah, the gun effects are really good.
2: And in the books, was it Captain Tau in the books? Uh, no, that's Captain, no, Kirk, that in captain in Kirk. Oh, Captain Kirk in the books. And
0: it was a lady. It was a lady. Oh, good, it's you.
2: Yeah, I felt belt <while> you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's up, mate. <laughs>
0: Claire Grogan is shit and everything I she's think she's good in Father Ted I don't think she's no, that good no she was here. shit in Father Ted no she's she wasn't she's shit in Red Dwarf she's shit in altered images <laughs> I haven't heard much of altered images uh, I should do they've got like one song <laughs> <laughs> that's probably unfair you
2: have two Dave
0: going back a second to Anita Dobson she's only in this episode because they wanted wanting Brian May to do the guitar and <laughs> yeah. he didn't even uh, do yes. the guitar in the end ah uh, yes
1: Now, what I want to know is okay. what I want to know is: Is were radio station still broadcast on the FM band?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, DAB just hasn't taken off as much as digital. Time. Oh, there's so. static interference throughout. <laughs> the, yeah. Everything's analogue. It's like it's like going from DVD back to VHS. Everything's analogue in the Bulgarian future. The Bulgarian
1: pinup joke doesn't work anymore <laughs> <Sure>. either. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> it? Whoa, what's up? What's happened to Bulgaria? have you not seen the huge amount of Eastern European women that are extremely... Oh, attractive? yeah, oh. but I thought they were all from Czechoslovakia. you <laughs> 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 do a whole draw cast about John's general ignorance. <laughs> just- ignorance stroke racism. <laughs> um... I'll bring something now because I'll forget when it actually comes up. In the script, it's revealed that the trail of slime is an illusion.
0: Uh, oh, ooh. right. Uh, but
1: in the final edit, it is not an illusion. It's actually the trail of
0: and oh, stuff. Interesting. Uh Yeah. <laughs> But it could be read either way, I suppose. It's not confirmed yeah. one way or the other, is it?
1: I don't, now I'm trying to figure out why why it's as an illusion when the siren is actually crawling away. There, yeah. yeah, um but I swear it is. We'll get the book out and we'll we'll get back to you. <laughs>
0: well,
1: keep your H up. Mm.
0: Sirens Right, the way how do sirens work exactly? Are they shapeshifters? Or are they projecting an they're illusion projecting
2: an they're illusion. projecting an illusion
0: yeah that's why they can have the gunfire going off in the back of yeah and that and um, look at this and a big flaming meteor big although that shot's reversed Starbuck with 1 ratings backwards mm-hmm. yeah. that is just that, that. Is absolutely
1: shot. see that's maybe one thing um maybe what we felt we were missing in Red Dwarf um, 10 is that some of the individual shots were very very good but there wasn't anything that felt quite as physical yeah. Yeah, as, no as that shot as that crash yeah.
2: I think that's why the, the meteor sort of explosions seem quite vivid because they are essentially impact
0: yeah and I think the beginning was possibly the only one apart it there was a little bit Entangled but in series 10 they had model sequences yeah. rather than yeah, individual yeah, model yeah, shots yeah. yeah, and there's a difference in the way that these all match up with each other. I it? absolutely love Cat's thanks <laughs> and the <gullible. laughs>
2: so, uh. Right, this will clear up a bit of a thing actually. Somebody told me that the leg isn't practical, and I swear to damn that it was. It is practical, yeah. It's a practical leg, isn't it? <laughs> it's practically, a leg. It's,
0: it's practically um, a leg.
2: it's a perspective thing. Of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, that, that, that initial stick, that's built. Uh, full size, that yeah. But the rest is um,
0: is forced perspective. That is it that shot? No, that shot there. That clip. Yeah. That shot it's is uh, a practical thing, and there yeah. is a bit of forced perspective in the wide shot um, to match up. But that yeah. thing was definitely built. That is there. It looks incredible, and person? I've now I know how it's done, I've it's still good. sat there and looked, and I cannot tell it's false perspective no, at all. I, I need to
2: realise how it's done. It's I'm because they match or it, or it or up with an existing... It's really yeah, it's the, it's the combination
0: of effects that uh, prevents you from seeing the joins. They they cut, cut. They, the fact that there's three different techniques in one shot. <laughs> yeah. They cut this scene for the uh, David Pizza as well, which fucked me off. They cut this scene... Oh no, they dropped this entire episode yeah. in the yes, 94 they did. repeat run. And,
1: and I remember because um, I recorded that repeat run mm. and then I had to re-record series 6 over series 6 to get the episode. In order. <laughs> you couldn't uh,
0: just put sirens on yeah, the
1: Yeah, no, no, no obviously not. Alright, <laughs> um, here's a bit from the script that I have found online uh, for the siren trail. And it says, Crichton heads for the spiral stairs. The others dash into the cockpit. After a short pause, the blood trail blood stain troll vanishes and the wounded siren drops its illusion of invisibility and reappears where it fell. Now I mm. presume the reason they cut it is because of what we've just said, because there's no reason mm. for well, him. To at that. Least he,
2: the fact it's still there.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I presume he's trying to make it look like he's injured. Yeah, um, yeah. and then to kind of make it look like he's not injured, but so you don't need up, yeah. any of that.
0: But to be fair, he had he's been shot. shot. So shot. he was injured. And a sh- that shot didn't kill him, but Crichton dropping on him did. <laughs> but never mind.
1: So, oh yes, and of course, um, we cut all the sexual stuff from this scene, but we keep the violence <laughs> bit yeah.
0: on the day repeat and the squelch and the. Oh, the God's sake. Two sirens fighting, for, fighting each other for him is a very strong premise. Yes. And that
1: that Indian. shot the bit that really sells that moment is the expert matching up between the shooting Crichton and shooting the siren yeah. it's yeah. absolutely perfectly done yeah
2: it's so immediate you're kind of like oh right yeah got it you can't see what she's doing it's an absolutely filthy
0: joke <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't watch that s- scene without imagining Smeg up with the doors closing back <laughs> on him. Uh, this is um, a nice callback to the start of the episode, isn't it? What's that? Um, when they get have two Listers in and they have to uh, find out who is who.
0: The ep- yeah. start of the episode. Yeah, all the bit, all the bits of um, like. Uh, the way yeah. that they find them out by the siren reading list. Oh, mind. I'm sorry, yes. His, yes sorry, sorry, we yeah. sorry,
2: never yeah, really find out whether the first Lister to come in is the real one or the second Lister to come no. in. No, because
0: they're both just there,
1: yeah. not necessarily in the same I way. I always yeah. kind of presumed that the first was the siren and the second was the real Lister, but that's but just a assumption.
2: I always assumed it was the other way around if they'd just let in the first one and left the other one. The other one is... The second one is like desperate.
1: Like, oh shit, he's on the ship. I need to do something quickly. But it could be just that desperate because, you yeah. know. Because he's has left say, behind. <laughs> well,
0: true. the character, it works for either motivation. The, either the performance.
1: split screen here. Look at how close yeah. they've had to cut. Co- it's, it's. It's very I've seen so the line
2: so of
1: the to meet the join. Well, well, this was the first
0: series where they had to to do a non straight line. Yes, yeah, I see. Wiggly lines. And that's a, that is a very simple thing of. One man's hands and another man's body, but it's yeah. really fucking good. Although very hairy wrist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and, and isn't
1: hairy. it an advantage on Red Dwarf that you can shoot upwards and it doesn't matter if you see the studio? Roof. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, had stuff over it, but you know. Well, it's that like shot
2: on Justice right at the end when you just the camera's actually yeah. pointing up at the roof and you don't even question
1: it. Mm. Yeah. No, absolutely. In a, in an old way, it gives the ship some scale. Look
0: at the size of that close-up. You don't get that in series 10. (laughs) You know, I haven't... Yeah, you're right. Tuneless racket, according to the subtitles, Mm. this bit. I swear that he's
2: trying to the Red dwarf theme, though. Or Tetris. Or Tetris, (laughs) 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 He's really angry.
0: Poor Lester. That I shot, it. Uh, that? that shot of the vapors looked to me like it was a still. Oh. Uh, not the vapour, the, yeah, the entrails. entrails yeah.
2: <laughs> Almost as so if it was, shot maybe, into, it was shot as an ice, uh, isolated
0: thing.
2: there, it was going to yeah. have this thing where it faded back into the siren on the floor.
0: I think maybe they just didn't get a cutaway bit at the time. I forgot that there was that second shot where you see Crichton walking over it. Uh, so I think they could have so easily been a
2: shot there that they deleted or never intended to
0: well it would be on the DVD if that was the case you yes. don't need to s- the shot. that's the thing they've ruined it you can't speculate on things like that anymore because we know <laughs> definitively bastard
1: those uh,
0: costumes are brilliant yeah <laughs> are, and uh... there's some proper famous people in this episode yeah. <laughs> Anita Dobson and Jenny Agatha <laughs> Like two those, of the those... most famous exi- you know, existing levels of fame people. And those boots are absolutely extraordinary. Mm. <laughs> this isn't as good as uh, that scene in American Werewolf in London. <laughs> <laughs> Die This
2: uh, is really strong. Although, Roberts There's a bit here.
0: where the door goes over his hand, doesn't it? Yeah, you are sick, goes. his souls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But
1: um now I love that. Is that the that's well like that's the sirens' reaction. Mm. Even though Crichton isn't there, it's I've always thought the moment was ever so slightly strange.
0: I've held that prop
2: in my hand.
1: I'm sure you have <laughs> you understand, it. have you run the It
2: says Tucker Industries on that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: This is all this scene... Is this a scene where you've got the brief behind-the-scenes stuff on the yes. DVD? For the, for the first an, day of shooting. For and an intended
0: um, behind-the-scenes video.
1: Which I find really strange. It's a really got a weird feel to it. That uh, behind-the-scenes stuff.
0: Now, and we eventually, eventually, bloody 19 years later, finally got a full-length behind-the-scenes feature that was shot contemporaneously yes. with the series. <laughs> yeah. Um the vending machine why are they a bit slow to realise it's a bit <laughs> odd come on
1: it's stupid. their own shit there, there's a whole scene early on in the episode where they're being far too stupid
2: <laughs> where they're just get constantly each one getting um, tricked by the sound
1: I, th- I think I'm almost Best annoyed
0: line. is my favourite line of the episode <laughs> I don't think like it's perfectly in character for the cat to be easily fooled yeah and, well, yeah cat, yeah and I think it's justified with this because he starts off going, oh, here's a fucking, another illusion. He doesn't say fuck. That's <laughs> here's another illusion. Uh, keep them peeled. And then it's the fact that it's Kachansky is the fact that... Yeah. Sure. I mean, that would work better, that would come across better if uh, Kachansky was portrayed as a believable human being. <laughs> but that's not Craig's fault or the writing's fault. Um, in an episode full
1: of production triumphs, I've never quite bought the final climatic shot of and falling on the siren. It looks a bit...
0: Yeah. It's like,
1: I know it is what it is. They literally just got the cube and dumped it on the costume. Cool. Yeah. But, and I don't know quite how you do it better, but yeah. it just mm. is a bit awkward. And the, I think partly because the sound they put it on as well doesn't really match what's actually happening on screen. However... It's the shot of Croton
0: walking in <laughs> as a cube with it's a teapot on his <laughs> He's going to be the dad. <laughs> and
1: keeping that trade balanced. Mm. <laughs> yes. so it's, it's in many big, ways really the best big. thing Robert's ever done in a series. That's mm-hmm. not the
2: best model shot in the world, is
1: it? It's the start of... The, the, the first signs of a few dodgy model shot stroke, not you know, composite types yeah, yeah. are in Series 6 because they had so many to do, I think. Yeah. Mm. And that's possibly the first example of, yeah, you're right, one that doesn't quite. There's a dreadful one that's going in the wormhole in Rimmer oh, World, God, yeah. which is just um, obviously manipulated well, by com- computer. It? It's a com- and it's fucking awful.
0: Well, it's early days of the technology, there's more of an excuse for it to be not quite good in 1993, considering you can forgive. With the, yeah. but you see but you see, I wouldn't have
1: done it unless it worked I would have done it a different way if I couldn't get it to work right yeah no. but you're
0: an idiot <laughs> what, by doing it properly fuck <laughs> off yeah.
2: those credits are really
0: massive What really really massive, massive credits for... you have <laughs> right that's, that's the end like of the episode for... then yeah. was... it is. I enjoyed that yeah Red Dwarf's
2: quite good isn't it yeah it's not bad it is yeah. I'm going with fan
0: <laughs> funny So that was Sirens, and that was quite good, wasn't it? That's what we've just watched. I remember Indeed. it well. Yeah. <laughs> I do. We're not recording this four weeks afterwards or anything. No, absolutely <laughs> I'm not. I'm quite surprised, actually, that that wasn't the case. Yeah. We are recording this straight up. We are. This is definitely what's happening. Yeah. So, um, we just thought we'd bulk this uh, Dwarfcast out a bit. As it's Christmas, we'll give you a little extras. I mean... A <laughs> little... <laughs> Extra special Christmas special. This is a, a See, Christmas when it... present that's marginally better than coal. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I say that to Tanya, she gets a worried look on her face. <laughs> the Christmas special? Yeah, kind yeah. of a little something extra. <laughs> so, um, with Christmas, inevitably follows New Year. And um, in the new year it will be 2013 And that is 25 years since uh, the end first aired 15th of February 1988
1: that- And also 25
0: years since the ITV Morning News started yeah. <laughs> That's the main fact yes. So we're going to do a series of articles on ITV Morning News <laughs> But at the good old days when um, When it was John ITN talk- Morning News rather than ITV Oh, the good old days of the site where John just talked about the British Empire And Filthy Rich and Captain <laughs> <laughs> Very loose connection. (laughs) But no, we are going to have some Red Dwarf related uh, things. Um, Not least, um, launching within the first week of January, we are going to do an update on our popular top 51 episodes of Red Dwarf feature, which we did for the 20th anniversary back in 2008.
2: Oh, Christ. I've heard about this. So basically what we're doing is taking our correct opinions and we're allowing... Everyone else to view in it, is that
0: right? Yes. Rather than the purity of having people who know what they're talking <laughs> about deciding which episodes are best, we're opening it up. And yeah. uh, so, anyway, it'll be open to anyone, even if you're not a GNT regular. Even if you're PCOSP. Even if you're PCOSPs, uh, we'll be able to go onto GNT, rank their top 61 episodes in order, and so everything, including Back to Earth and Series 10. Um, and. Yeah, we're going to hopefully get as many people as possible joining in. The poll's going to be open for a month, and then we'll collate the results, uh, present them in yeah. a nice article, and talk about it a lot. We're
2: breaking down barriers where, where we're casting our net. Yeah, well, well, them.
0: What, what we're trying to do is replicate what used to happen in um, Better Than Life and the magazines, where they'd reach a broad range of people, yeah. and you'd be able to get somewhere approaching a true represents. Obviously, it was only hardcore fans rather than casual viewers, but... Yeah. With us being in the internet age, hopefully it will get out there and and lots of people who have at least a passing interest in Red Dwarf will be able to join in. I don't like normal people. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's true and yeah this isn't going to be as good as our original article to be perfectly honest if we don't like the look of your episode order we'll probably just disregard it yeah (laughs) whatever happens peak part 2 is still going to be bottom I
2: think it's um, it's interesting because even even though the method will hopefully be nice and easy I still haven't written the um, website (laughs) for it but at the end of the day, you are still ordering 61 episodes. That is mm. a certain amount of effort that only a particular type of fan will really go into. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, but uh, we're hoping that, you know, it'll all be nice and easy enough in this lovely interface <laughs> that <it'll be laughs> it will be easy for yet. you to chip away at it and um, and hopefully, you know, we can just encourage as many people as possible because we just want to make spreadsheets. Mm.
0: That's all we want to <laughs> yeah. do. I'm incredibly interested to see where series 10 is going to place a lot of people have said that it's the best Red Dwarf has been since series (laughs) 6 and so you'd assume that for a lot of people they'd be placing the majority of series 10 episodes above the majority of 7 and (laughs) 8 but the most interesting thing is do any episodes from series 10 break that bubble of series 1 to 6 and in my case uh, because we're all going to be doing the poll as well obviously I think that some might (laughs) well I've done a provisional new
2: list and um spoilers yeah it's spoilers but I mean I'll be one man out of a thousand, thousand people a million at least one at least thousand million, million <laughs> people who will be doing this poll and um yeah series 10 initially was just in one big lump in between the 7 and 8 and 1 to 6 above it and, have you
1: refined
2: it? I have refined that a little bit. There's some overlap. There's some. There's two episodes of Series 7, which is better than uh, De- uh, Dear Dave. And I don't think the beginning is going to penetrate my
0: bubble, to be honest. <sighs> 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 but then um, <laughs> Chief Tosser, Seb Patrick, um, <laughs> reckons that the beginning might be in his top ten of all time. Hyperbole said <laughs> Patrick <Yeah>. there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he does What
1: well, no, in, in the last poll w- Waiting for God was the only one that dropped below am I correct was it Waiting for God it or was, was it, it dropped below and what below was it that went to oh. fucking Cassandra is what it was
0: mm. <laughs>
1: yeah that poll was I can't hell. imagine that happening now and I don't know why it happened then <laughs> That Cassandra's better than weight of a
0: god is is, is an well, outrage. Obviously we don't want to influence your decisions. <laughs> <laughs> well, this yeah. is all our personal opinion. Yeah, and that's why it's, much, yeah. it's no, be more interesting. To be fair,
1: yeah, I absolutely. think if anything that's gonna encourage people who disagree with me to make sure they <laughs> yeah. vote and get a sign. Well vote honestly you essentially
0: know. trolling. No, jokes, I think if anything your mail online. <laughs> if anything was
1: going to not encourage people to vote, it was a bit where we said if we don't like your answers, we're just gonna disregard them. <laughs> yeah. well, I think that's more dangerous <laughs> as a concept. <laughs>
2: that
1: isn't gonna Happen, although I have
2: only just thought of the problem of someone deliberately <laughs> putting a ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> the
0: results by putting back to reality. <laughs> yeah. out the there'll, be one,
1: there'll be one in a
0: thousand, at least. Billion is yeah.
1: Doug Naylor allowed to
0: vote, um, yes. yeah, in, in fact, he'll be encouraged with, ah. with sticks <laughs> gently encouraged <laughs> <laughs> in air quotes. Uh, so yeah that's that's one of our plans for the new year is. Um is we're also because we're so shit at actually doing things I'll be <laughs> quite vague with our plans but we are we're planning on over the course of the year because rather than spunking everything in February oh. over the course of the year I have a, some retrospective items um, we're trying to go we're going to try and put together a little more structured um, dwarf cast of uh, more along the lines of a radio documentary about Red Dwarf fans and fandom and trends and well, what I people like and that. stuff. As you can see, it's <laughs> been well thought out. I know <laughs> yeah. Exactly
2: what we're doing. It's uh, actually an idea that was. The very first idea
0: we had for Dwarfcast yeah. six years ago. And we never got round to it. We never got round to it, yeah. Because commentaries are easy. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> just talking shit at yeah. the end for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just talk about ourselves. It's like, yeah. That should be easy. We so that's two hours down. or so. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. And we're also, we only vaguely mentioned it today, but we might look into returning to a uh, uh, live broadcast structure yeah. at some point. And uh, again, possibly misguidedly including. The audience in a more
2: like, yeah. open way um, than normal. Audience. But we'll see. <laughs> the audience has you.
1: Right? Yeah, as you, you. You are fucking. our audience and you fucking love it. I mean, this isn't danger of becoming an on-air kind of production meeting <laughs> yeah, yeah, to figure out so what the actually, hell we're doing. I've had a really good we? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Maybe we should just do that and actually bother doing it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah our entire coverage in 2013 will be us talking about what we might do.
1: <laughs> and I've got some emails where I've dug up our big 2015 plans, like that I did five years ago, where I was going to work on these articles for five years <laughs> and then
0: publish Why them in 2013.
2: Well, to be fair, there is one article that you've had half written for about
0: five years what's that um Contemporary reaction.
1: No, I've never started it. You never started? I did the research. We went all that. To oh, yes. We went
0: to Birmingham Central Library in 2003 yeah. and did a research <laughs> oh, for an yeah. article God, that is almost... yet to be written. Yeah, and we <laughs> <laughs> just got and those
1: photocopies are where I got. You know, I published the, um, uh, oh, the capsule for yeah. the end. That's where that comes from. That sheaf of photocopies. <laughs>
0: yeah, but um, so it's worth it. Yeah, it was worth
1: it. It's only
2: mean, one, of potentially one of the best things that could have been written for the site that's been <laughs> put on hold for almost ten
1: years. Um, in, so in all it ser- will be worth it. In all seriousness if anyone out there has any um, uh, contemporary reactions to Series 1 in terms of um, uh, reviews I'm especially looking at stuff like Doctor Who fanzines at the time Mm -hmm. which I've asked about but they must have reviewed Red Dwarf they must have done yeah. yeah. So a lot any lot like kind of Doctor Who magazine does now. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Too much controversy. Oddly, in really? the letters page. Yeah, it was brilliant. They Doctor um in the letters page, good. someone had written saying, "Oh, why are you covering Doctor Who blah, 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 like that?" And sent us oh, Sorry, why are you covering Red Dwarf? Yeah. <laughs> oh they also complained about the covering Doctor Who, <laughs> yeah. but they wrote a really sh- sh- shitty letter and saying, "Um, why are you um why are you uh, uh, uh review, um, reviewing Red Dwarf's nothing to do with Doctor Who?" Uh, and they gave it the star letter and sent them a Red Dwarf
0: DVD as the prize,
1: <laughs> which is the best. <laughs> thing I've ever read in magazine.
0: yeah but we prefer Clayton Hickman yeah really. he's the quintessential Doctor oh, Magazine yeah. editor <laughs> and so um, as this descends into even less <laughs> structure than we originally anticipated <laughs> I think this would be a pertinent time to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and to thank you for um, being with us for this year because it's been a lot of fun it uh, really has, 10 being back on our site relaunching, doing the live dwarf cast, all the content that we had around series ten was all really good, and you chaps who listen to this shit and um, chappets and chappets, uh, were a big part of how much fun it was. Poor bitch, so, might be a lady. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. What? Oh no. It's the pen dimensional liquid beast from the Mogadon cluster. Shit!
2: Oh no! no. We're all being killed. Ah, there's peas coming out of my face! Oh, (laughs) it's
0: attacking us now. Oh, I die. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) That'll do. (laughs)